All right, man. Testing, testing. And okay. we're back for part two of episode 85 I'm so glad Monday is over. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm ready for Tuesday now. <laughs> God, I fucking hate Mondays. <laughs> yeah, man. So you know, you know what's a great thing about Tuesdays? Albums come out on Tuesdays yes. for, uh, for here in America. For our, you know, for our Belgium and ne- Netherlands fans, you might have to wait a couple extra days <laughs> for this one. You but, may uh, have to, but we're talking about uh, one of the most, one of the, I'm gonna say one of my most anticipated albums of 2014, and that is uh, f- uh, "Happiness Is" by Taking Back Sunday. And I would like to just start calling it the Panther album. The Panther album, yes. The <laughs> album art is a-, a random panther. Yes, I mean, but there's a lot of album arts out there that I don't like associate in my brain with the mm-hmm. album this one at least like it, you remember it <laughs> yeah <laughs> it kind of looks like those old school like school folders yes <laughs> with like the, with the, the those kids like like exercising yeah <laughs> peachy folders yeah right? exactly so, yeah. <laughs> go panthers <laughs> <laughs> so before we begin this review because i'm pretty sure we have a lot to say about this what we're going to do is we're going to go track by track uh, and talk about happiness is comes out today so check out your local itunes if you are interested in picking it up or go to youtube or something While you're there, you can stream it why don't you subscribe to the skinny with mike and adam or yeah you can there and you, you can listen to it all right here man so uh, i think before we uh begin this episode by the way please like us on facebook on uh, facebook.com slash skinny with mike and adam and subscribe to us on itunes at the skinny with mike and adam and check out the podbender network at podbender.com anyway Right after you <coughs> legally purchased this from iTunes. Yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> you were on iTunes and you have to legally purchase our episode as well. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, so do you think before we begin uh, the, uh, the talk about the album, do you think we should go over the history of the band? I think you know the history better than I do. Yeah, I know it a fair amount. But, okay. Because um, I think that we've talked I, about their history many, many times. We've we, we, we've brushed we've brushed upon it. Yes, but I think the history is actually important to what we're going to be talking about. Okay. So uh, let's go ahead and begin. This band is from New Jersey, and they and they and they just like every band, just like every band we love apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they released their uh, their first self titled. Oh, I'm not sorry. Their their first full length album way back 2003. Two? Three? Three. Okay. Yeah. And the that, ten year thing. And that passed. was uh, tell all your friends. And that oh, album. Yes received a lot of attention from the local music scene and it's one of the again one of the albums that's accredited to uh, reviving the emo scene uh i have a love-hate relationship with that album yeah, there's a lot of songs on there that i do not like there is a lot of songs on there that i do like and i still like to this day and mm-hmm. i i would i would say there's maybe like two of them i say would probably be like my favorite some of my favorite taken back sunday songs of all time all right uh, and they're also on the list of the greatest emo songs of all that's time. That's right, exactly. Uh, let's see. While they were touring on that album, uh, I, uh, John Nolan, who who played, who originally played guitar, and he was about he was he was also the backup vocalist. He got into a bit of a spat with the lead singer Adam Lazara. Oh, you and, don't want to uh, get into a spat with the lead singer. No, never. Uh, <laughs> He's the face of the band. Mm-hmm. He's the only one that does anything in the band. That's true. You know, he's he is all of the talent. That's why everybody feared Mike all the time in yeah, our band. Exactly. But anyway, go ahead. What <laughs> happened after that? <laughs> anyway, they got into a, brief, a brief bit of a spat. Uh, a lot of it had to do with like you know alcohol use. Um, uh, what do you call it? Adam dated uh, John's sister Michelle, which was the the female voice on that album. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you remember? Do you remember her? Like she sang on a couple songs. It's been a long time. So it's been no a long time. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> and and you also recorded their live footage, also. So yeah, you, she might have showed up on there as well. Anyway, uh, there, there a lot of things just kind of erupted, and it eventually led to the splitting up of John Nolan and uh, Sean Cooper, who was also the who was also the bassist. 
of uh, that band. They decided to break off, and eventually, with John Nolan's sister, Michelle, they decided to start the band Straylight Run. A Straylight Run, I'm sorry. And they've had not-so-good success, despite being on a Warner Brothers label. Uh, hmm. Taking Back Sunday decided to move on without them, and they recruited uh, Fred Mastiero on guitar and backup vocals, and um, Mark Mark Rubano on bass. Wow. And uh, they went on to release in 2005, Where You Want to Be, which is one of my favorite albums of all time. I would have thought that this album had put them on the map. Yes, this album this is... This one was the much more popular one. If if Tell All Your Friends put them on the map, then Where where You Want to Be definitely solidified their place in okay. modern music. And there's some great songs on that album. It's I one of my favorite albums it. of all time, actually. Yeah, there. I mean, that's my... F- well, I'll say that for later. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, th- th- this is the band that the this is this is the lineup that everyone was introduced to for the most part. This is kind of when they broke out and became a little bit more famous with the mainstream. And speaking of mainstream, they got picked up by Warner Brothers. Ooh. And uh, sh- shortly Dude, after, all featuring Taking Back Sunday. All exactly right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so Warner Brothers had both Straylight Run and Taking Back Sunday on the same label. Ooh. A lot of tension there. I know. Uh, so uh, yeah, Taking Back Sunday had. Huge success following uh, where you want to be. They that's released a, that's, a, that's tough in the lunchroom. Exactly, you know, when they have to interact with you <laughs> at the Warner attention. Brothers break yeah. room. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, go back to recording time. all your albums. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have lunch at a different time? It's these douchebags, I hate them. <laughs> well, then we got to get with HR, and then we got to change your schedule. You got to fill out a F nine seven form. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of work, man. It was just. This is a set of different tables, I guess. We're just going to uh, move you downstairs. <laughs> so Taking Back Sunday uh, began, this is probably the most their most successful time as, as a band. Uh, they also released in 2007, Louder Now, which Adam, Ooh. I think that's probably, I thought it was 06. Was it 07? I'm going to say 07. Okay. Because 06, you know what? I think it was 06. I'm going to say Where You Want to Be was uh, 2004. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So that would bring 2000. Fast. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, they recorded uh, from Tell All Your Friends to Where Are You Went. Yeah, yeah, that's that's correct. That is okay. a, uh, sorry, li- abridged. <laughs> <laughs> so louder now. Uh, uh, let, let's exclude Happiness Is, but up until Happiness Is, that was your uh, most. That was your favorite album. I think I like right? that one a lot. It's been again a, a few months or so since I've last listened to it, mm-hmm. but I still think that. Yeah, uh, up to that point, yeah, <laughs> I liked it better than the previous two. There are a lot of songs on Louder Now that I really like. Again, there's a few of them that are probably my favorite Taking Back Sunday songs of all time. Definitely a change. Definitely a change. Much very more, more mainstream, mainstream. Very more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like you said, polished. Very more streamlined. Very more accessible. As well, mm-hmm. I mean. They're, they still have their. This isn't your daddy's taking. This <laughs> <laughs> they still they while they still had their kind of crooning and kind of angsty lyrics. They weren't as aggressive as they were before. So there was a very more. I mean, it was just uh, yeah, you had your chance. Song is pretty aggressive. It's song. pretty aggressive That's song. A yeah, fucking awesome song. Yeah, it is. But I mean, it, but it wasn't as in your face as it was. That's just mm. my personal opinion, I guess. Okay. And I, I I guess the music the musicianship in that album is kind of overshadowed. The lyrics. It's still a great album, and I definitely recommend everyone go pick it up. Um, so, moving on from there, after their, I think that I think that Louder Now was the album that they sold the most to this day. To I don't know how Happiness is going to do, uh, but uh, so they 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 toured and toured and toured, and they became super they became super big. They made a music video for almost every song on that on that album. <laughs> yeah, it was super successful for both TBS and uh, Warner Brothers. So. Um, <laughs> 
Turner Broadcast. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> now featuring Conan O'Brien. <laughs> uh, so going forward, uh, there uh, we had another lineup change. Yes, and it was kind of a it was kind of a big deal because uh, Fred Mastiero became one of the leads, if not the lead songwriter of that band. Uh, so Fred Mastiero had a falling out with the rest of them, and like I said, he was the lead guitar slash. Um, backup vocalist he took over for john nolan and he kind of left the band and it was kind of a big deal uh taking back sunday went quiet for a few months and and then they decided uh they recruited another guy and to this day you know i can't remember his name I and mean, i probably have a computer in front of me but i don't feel like uh looking it up but the, he had a, he had a they, they recruited another one and uh and they released new again in 2009 and i know for okay. sure that's 2009 um and that album is not accessible. That album is not accessible well. to anybody. There's a lot of problems with that album. Yeah, that album is is a is a mess. It, it just it, it really it sounds rushed. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It's it, the songs themselves are not you know as catchy or hooky. Right. There's nothing that stands out. From yeah. What I remember. It, you know, it, it, when you when you tell me like, hey, Mike, uh, can you tell me about new again? Like, I can't tell you a song name. I can't I'm hum you a new again. Yeah, like, that's the only thing I can think <laughs> of. <laughs> the opening track. Yeah. The it, opening you, track, it, yeah. It, and there's yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing to say about it. And a lot of people thought that oh, like, taking back Sunday is done. They're they're going out the door now. And uh, you probably would have been right if not for the surprise announcement at the end of 2010, yes. when uh, the band all of a sudden there was there uh, there was a shakeup on, on on music communities online. You you go to a music news site and they're like, "Hey, something's going on at TakingBackSunday.com. You oh need to go check it out." Oh my god! Guys. And what it was was a picture of the original band uh, band lineup with their eyes all crossed out. Ooh. And uh, and as the day progressed, you know the the, the black bars on their eyes is kind of one by one. It's really like stupid and like I know. overly dramatic. Who said and stuff. like, "Here's what we're gonna do, guys. <laughs> we're gonna put a picture up. And we're gonna get word out. Like, oh my god, guys, something's gonna happen on TBS.com. <laughs> Not featuring yet Conan O'Brien. Um, and your your eyes gonna be blacked out. But then over the course of hours." Fading. It was fading. pretty obvious from fading. the initial picture, even with all the the, the blacked out eyes that that that. Oh my God, the, the lineup is is, is coming back. Mm-hmm. Between all of this, it's like Skrillex going back to from first to last. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And, and Craig Owens going back to Chiodos. We'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> anyway, so between between the initial breakup and now, uh, there was there was always this back and forth. Like you know, they they. they They'd send across these little passive-aggressive kind of insults to each other in interviews. and Sexual tension was rising. A lot of the sexual tension mm-hmm. was, was very much Will they, high. won't they? <laughs> but I think it was pretty clear that, like, yeah, they're never going to be back together. Then the surprise announcement in 2010, like, hey, we got back together. <laughs> and they released their Didn't self- you see our picture on the Facebook? <laughs> our eyes don't have black on them anymore. <laughs> God. Uh, then, then all of a sudden, they, then they hit the studio. They actually hit several studios. And they released their self-titled album, Take Call Taking Back Sunday. Can I at least ask how erect your boner was when the eyes finally were not blacked out anymore? I was actually really confused because I didn't know what to think of it. Like, that's, was what this the, a, that's what it brought on was what? I had a very confused boner. Yes. So I, di- I didn't know if anyway, if, it was a, if it was a, a, a reunion announcement or if there was like some sort of like 
oh, we're releasing Tell All Your Friends on vinyl or right. some stupid Agreed. shit. Fits album. Yeah, or some, it was, I thought it was some office? dumb... Because I, I, I thought Taken Back Sunday was done by then. Right. So I thought it was some sort of like, oh, it's, it's one more last hurrah. But anyway. So they released their self-titled album in 2011. And uh, what did you think of that album? That was definitely my favorite album. Oh, okay. It, it far outweighed... Louder Now. Louder and... Now. Because okay. it, it sounded... Like, I even listened to it again this week, and I was just like, you know, this album is really, really good. I don't know what... Save number- for, like, two songs, in my opinion. That Maybe, Money song yeah. is awful, and the song before that... I can ne- When you say the names, I can never place them in <laughs> that, That's like, I hope you got water money, money. I think it's like track six or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was pretty bad. <laughs> that was a bad And the song before that... the money, money. so dumb. And this, but the song before that is pretty bad, too. It's, it's more boring than bad. And the, the was that the one with the video with the man in the cat suit? Or was no, that, that was Faith. That was, a, that was one of the songs I liked. Okay. But, yeah, that was a really good album. I would say that was probably before Happiness Is. That was like one of my... Probably the second favorite Take, Taking Back Sunday album. Take away two songs. Right. See, now I want to look them up real quick, <laughs> if we have time. So, you know, t- so Taking Back Sunday was back on the rise, and uh, everyone was uh, uh, anticipating their next move, myself included. And uh, and here we are. Now we are two years since their reunion, and now we are at Happiness Is, which is releasing today, if you're listening to this on Tuesday. Today, and already Mike and Adam have listened to it. Because we're respected we, we journalists, remember. on iTunes at, at midnight, mm-hmm. and now it's like 7 o'clock when this... Mm-hmm. We've had seven hours morning. to digest right. it. I've listened to it, you know, seven times. Yeah, um, and and, seven I'm, times. and I'll be posting this later today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, any who's also yeah. So now we're here at uh, uh, Happiness Is, which makes this the third album with this current lineup. That's true. Yeah, and so, their sixth album overall. Yes. So I think I'll just. So let's go ahead and get this started, man. So let's go ahead and get started with the first track. And just in case you're confused, um, the album's already started. Yes. Which you can't probably hear it. You'll probably hear it in a few minutes. But uh, this is pre. Uh, this is this is preface. Preface. Pre- preface. Preface. However you want <laughs> right. to pronounce it. They've never done an intro track yeah. before. Good point. I so, was going to mention that. Yeah. So it's kind of new for them. This is a different thing, and you're just like, oh my god, something's going to happen, <laughs> and nothing happens. And then the uh, the black is fading away from the eyes. Yeah. Um, whoa, whoa. The only thing that's that interesting about this intro track is that. His little crooning. I assume it's Adam Lazarus crooning. I thought it was a female voice. <laughs> wow. Adam sounds like a girl sometimes. He's got a higher voice-ish. Yeah, so, but his little crooning is kind of featured in the final track. Right. But we'll get there later. We'll get there later. Should I just let this play and go? No, and let's go into... ahead and lead into the first single of okay. this album called <laughs> Flicker Fade. This and song starts off like, oh my god, fuck yes, oh my god. Oh and my then... God. But it, it hits you in the feels. Yeah. Right the fuck away. Mm-hmm. So, so what, did, what, what did you think of uh, Flicker Fade? I remember uh, we uh, shared this song on the show, and I you know I showed it to you before. I listened to it that notes. one time mm-hmm. when it first hit. I was not blown away Yes, you were like, eh. But the second time I heard it, when I first listened to this, yes. I was like, the song fucking rules. It's catchy as fuck. I love this song. I, and I, I'm right there with you. When I first heard it, I was like, I was not blown away at all. I was a little underwhelmed, but the song has a lot of emotion to it, and it comes and it comes through with multiple. Uh, and, and what listenings. I realized with Adam Lazara and I had something very in common over the last two years. Okay, and that we 
um, digested the entire Gaslight Anthem discography. <laughs> and <laughs> luckily for that? him, he can turn it into his own interpretation. Oh, okay. So I'm just Did saying, you read that somewhere? No. Oh, okay. I'm saying you can tell by listening to this. <laughs> okay, okay. There's a little bit of a of a flavor going on. Okay. As the songs kind of unfold. It has, it has a lot of it has kind of a classic rock feel to it. A little bit of that rockabilly. Yeah, a lot of a little rockabilly. I mean this right there. Wrong, wrong. Yeah. That, that's horrible crows, right? There. Yeah. <laughs> Not saying it's bad. It's no, no, that's, that's that's a good thing. If you're going to copy anybody, copy the horror, horrible crows. Pro- copy Brian Fallon all the way. Right, right. So yeah, Flicker Fade. This is a song that's it may not impress you at first, but really give it a listen. Really, I, I, and go ahead. I don't know what I was gonna say. Really, yeah, just really take it in for what it is. And it bleeds in well coming off the last album as yes. well. Because there's a few songs that are this mid-tempo mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, nothing as bombastic as this one is. Like yeah, power ballad. Their previous album had a was kind of hodgepodgey. There was super aggressive songs, and there was your mid-tempo songs, then your ballady songs, and this album's a little more consistent, I think, in my more opinion. Consistent. Yeah. So, do you so, want to move on to uh, their second single? And tell me who you feel this song reminds you of, Mike. Oh, man, I, d- I don't know. <laughs> you can just tell by the guitar right away the influence. Maybe I've listened to a little bit more Gaslight Anthem than you have in your <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, there we go. It's the Gaslight <laughs> Anthem. Yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say that, but I was like, are you are you are you trying to say something else? <laughs> Right away, and then you know, it's hooky as fuck. It's it's one of the catchiest songs on this album. I really, really, I, I had to really analyze this song to make sure I didn't like it, just because you don't want another Paramore situation, right? Yeah, just because <laughs> it sounds like Gaslight Anthem. Um, but for anybody out there who likes these, this album, I recommend listening to that album too. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, so two, two technically three tracks in, you know, we're we're, we're Nice and solid. We're like, oh wow, taking back Sundays. They still got it, man. They still, they still got, got it, it. or nice. they got it back, or if they lost it, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they found it again. But it's still relatively different to their previous release. I thought they were going to go in a much different direction. This isn't it. Uh, but uh, I guess we'll go ahead and talk They're about that. They're not going to go back to where they were in the mid aughts. I don't think they'll ever go back to where like they Fred Mastiero times. Yeah. Like, okay, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Is it Where You Want to Be? Is that the name of that album? Where You Want to Be, yes. Yeah. The first Fred album. I think they'll go back to that all the way. No, but I had it. I, ba- judging on their sound for 2011, uh, like I had this vision in my head where, based on the progression that they've had leading up to that. And this kind of goes in a completely different direction than what I was thinking. Hmm. Both this and their first song, Flicker Fade. Even though Flicker Fade's kind of hearkening back to 2011. And I know for me, like as I listen to this band's discography leading up to the self-titled album, yeah, um, I was really not looking forward to that album because <laughs> I was a little let down with New Again. Yeah, and thinking again this band is going downhill, but for some reason the self-titled album just kicked me in the head. In I, yeah, way. it's funny how just having the right members in the band just kind of yes. can reignite that passion and make you write better so songs. So I keep on still being fearful that they're going to release another New Again. <laughs> But, they got. They got to get that. But they got to get yeah. that guitar work. So I was back. expecting that this time. So I was like going into this very pessimistic. Okay. But um, I was so going into this very optimistically, and then we'll talk about that next. So okay. let's talk about to track four, all track the four. way. Um, now Adam, what are your initial thoughts uh, regarding this track? You this are our resident one, album reviewer. This one 
Now I gotta remember it. I'm pretty sure I enjoyed <laughs> this a really this long song. intro. I'm pretty sure I enjoyed this song. How does it start? Can you can you start for me? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's, it starts off really melancholy. Um, God, I'd have to wait till the chorus hits to give you like sure, a, sure. a full review of it. <sighs> I haven't sent the perfect gift, Adam. Did you? She's five eight, five feet eight inches tall. Mm. <laughs> it's a love song. So we're starting to get into the relationship vibe yes. that the album starts to take. There's a lot of relationship stuff. There's this whole a lot album. of uh, some positive, some not so soft. Positive. It sounds. Ah, here we go. Ah, okay. So the chorus is kind of weak. It's an interesting like verse there. Yeah. Like it's all heavy but soft at the same time. Yeah. Uh, this to me, I think, uh, it wasn't as strong as the first two tracks. Not the strongest. No. I know, like the, the it's the hook in it right here. Yeah. As it has an interesting it's, hook. It's beautiful. It's like. It sounds like the beginning of like a, a romantic comedy right now. Right. <laughs> Catherine Hagel is looking for love. <laughs> this summer, all the way. All the way. <laughs> She's five foot eight. <laughs> <laughs> but so this brings up a valid point with this album where I got a lot of good chorus, bad verse. Ah, that's, that's probably what it was for me too. Bad verse, bad chorus awesome bridge okay so we'll get so into that more very later. yeah so very disjointed not very cohesive but, first um, two tracks very cohesive very very, very well done tracks um, yeah so not much to say about all the way it doesn't do anything more than this right it just kind of replaces no it doesn't it doesn't build to doesn't anything like it's just kind of and, and you know what let's go ahead and move on to the next track I, I think that's the, the remaining tracks say for like better homes and gardens which is track 8 um, so okay yeah, so here's Beat Up Car, track five. Beat Up Car. So I think that, you know, the last song is the relationship starting. This one is the the craziness is kind of there, yeah. but it's okay. We're going to make it work. <laughs> we're going to get a beat up car. Yeah. And we're going to, like, fucking rule the world because, I mean. Because because love conquers all, baby. You can lie to those white coats, but yeah. you can't lie to me. Ooh. That, I, I understand that line. Yeah, that, that's a reference you understand. <laughs> that's a reference to something about my job. <laughs> um, so... You know, you can start seeing that, you know, she's got problems. Yes, absolutely. And he doesn't have any problems, but he's <laughs> do you think recognizing. This is, do you think this is a concept album? It starts, it starts to feel starts like, sound like it. It sounds like it. Chorus, I don't like the chorus. This is much. not a good chorus. No. It sounds very, very drone. It sounds very kind of dry. But this one, I, I know the bridge, like, kicks ass. Yeah, so it does. Can we, can we talk about it till the bridge comes in? Because I know there's Sure, sure. But I just, I, I sense like a very mentally ill couple. Yeah. Very Sid and Nancy kind of thing. Going I, I, there, I know for a fact, you know, unless, you know, I don't know how much he likes to talk about his personal life, but I know for a fact that Adam Lazaro is very happily married. Okay. And he just had his second child okay. with, his, with his said wife. I know he's had relationship problems in the past. So these, these songs are not autobiographical. I don't. don't yeah, that's, which, is, which made me think like, is he divorcing his wife? Via album, track eight. We'll yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, track eight is so brutal. That's so brutal. Interesting song. Yeah, yeah. we'll get there soon. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just I, I just see it that way. Maybe he's like talking about their entire 
arc of their relationship, you know? Which makes me think, I don't know, I don't think it's autobiographical. I think, I think it's some sort of concept that he's, some sort of story arc that he's trying to tell. Okay, so some here's fictional punction, some fictional couple. This is a pretty, like, kind of a cool bridge. It is. It's, it's, and it, it starts builds. off nice and silent. It's like, hey, we can just go wherever we want. We'll just yeah, baby. We'll, we'll work for free. We'll pray for job security. Yeah, yeah. Our life is, it's YOLO, man. It's YOLO <laughs> all the way. We'll get to FML later. Yeah. But right now, it's YOLO. Right now, it's YOLO. I could probably stick it in the pooper. <laughs> right. And then it goes back into the chorus. Yeah. It's a really good, yeah, it's a really good. It's a nice, subtle bridge, too. It doesn't, it doesn't attack you with, like, look how fucking talented we are as musicians but it, it reminds you that they have a flair for the hook yeah exactly yeah so it, it, but again the chorus isn't that great and it goes into that chorus it doesn't quite hit the high mark it should right. so moving forward moving forward man let's go to uh, It Takes More track 6 now this song is 5 minutes and 13 seconds their ago. longest track on this album very long but I th- I'm pretty sure I like this one yeah. I liked parts of this album. Of this I mean, song. For me, the fucking verse kicks you right away. Yeah, the verse is very smooth, very bassy. This it's got, one, it's got a classic rock feel. This one kind of reminds me of the previous album. A little, yeah, the, the, the melody. Oh, the, of, of that one song from the end. Imagine Christ hitting a child. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, little, I can. A little, and I a little similar to that song. I forget <laughs> the name of the track. Yeah. So I, I thought, you know, the, the, this band was going to go a little bit more on the uh, aggressive poppy side. Uh, but, you know, the poppy. It's, it's, it's poppy, aggressive not aggressive, though. They're going in a very different direction musically. So, again, not, not the strongest of choruses here. No. But it's still good verse. The verse is amazing, yeah. I think the verse, like, drives the song. Yeah. How the bridge goes on this one? I think the bridge is just kind of like uh, it, it, it's generic, kind of. I should start writing down like verse yes, chorus yes, <laughs> bridge no, and then you can, add, can even more. You can add up all the parts, and then you can you put it on a numeral scale which exactly. parts you liked. Exactly. And then, I gave this song, I gave this album an eighty-three out of one twenty. Exactly. And then rate it at the end of the year against all the other oh shit and choruses, and then I just come up with best chorus of the year, I, best verse. Oh of the year. shit. I can, I start can, start now, man. I got lots of time on my hands. I can do this. <laughs> okay, so maybe now he's realizing, you know, we were living life on the edge, but now I need more. I need more, baby. I need more. I need more. So what's going to happen next, Mike? I don't what's know. What's going to happen next? But Should they don't forward? have any friends, <laughs> which is track seven. <laughs> so, so, so so getting up, bring about the aggression. We were, we're, we're kind of low for a little bit. This one takes me back to... Not a big fan of the verse on this one, but this, this, is this very, sounds like old school. This sounds new again-ish to me. New again-ish. Yeah. I was also thinking tell all your friends-ish. Okay. <laughs> Unless you're the back and forth with the vocals. Yeah. You know, so. which, is what, which is what they were really known for, and I, I thought they so. were going to... It's a good chorus. Pre-chorus. Pre-chorus, yeah. But then wait until the chorus hits. Yeah, yeah. Chorus kicks you in the ass. Yeah. Right, right here. Okay, we get it. You're not angry. Yeah, that's a good chorus. Oh. Yeah, hits you in the they chest, man. Right. Yeah, they yeah, did it right on this. Yeah, but I, I also, in 2011, I thought they were gonna do more of the, uh, you know, the dual vocals thing, which they're not really playing up anymore. No, they're giving Adam the yeah, the, the bulk of it. Vocals. Yeah, right. Ever since Louder Now, they were they were, they started 
you know, downplaying the, the dual vocals role. Well, it has been ten years since. <laughs> That's um, true. Since your favorite albums. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, a good song nonetheless. Good song, yeah, yeah. I agree. So uh, let's go to uh, track eight. The I didn't, uh, I didn't follow the lyrics for this one, so I'm not sure. I yeah, I have it either. this is I like the, the anger is rising again. Mm-hmm. Like, it took more. You can hear it in the now, chorus. I'm not getting the more that I need. No. So I'm not angry. I'm not angry anymore. But you know what? Maybe we should get some better homes and gardens. Now this song made me cringe so hard. When you're so cringe like right there, that fucking line. I'm just like, that's it. Fuck this song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought you meant like cringe, like oh, the lyrics are so bad. That, it, well, that's what I. I just like oh shit. It's it's one of those songs where you you don't even have to think deeper yeah. to know what's going on. It's just you, you know right this from is the, the beginning right? line like fuck everything. Right. You you you're you're, you're gonna leave me. You're gonna you're gonna. You're gonna take the house. You're gonna kick me out in the streets. It's, right. It's a brutal. But song. don't come over because your parents are there and her kid is there. Yeah. Not, not his kid, but her kid. Yeah. Her He's kid. There. Yeah. Her kid. Ooh, feels, man. So many um, feels. So this song took me a long time, but I, it got better. Did did it was just because of the subject matter that you didn't like? Right. Okay. Because I don't like songs where the subject matter is right in your face like that. Sure. I just sure. Have like a you big, like you like subtlety. You like metaphors. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, it was all for nothing. There's that crooning. This is like, but this this is a little dark. Yeah. This is dark. Like, you'll never be happy. Like, she was saying that to him. Yeah. Was he saying that I don't know who's saying that to who. He That's was just, the mystery of the he song. He was just sitting in his car. Yeah. Didn't know where to go. Didn't have a home anymore. Yeah. This is a, this is a powerful song. It's, it, it, and then, like, yeah. Then the chorus hits, and you're like, "Okay, this is tearing my heart up." <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of teared up, like when I when I like first time I heard it, like I didn't understand what it was about, and then you, you didn't know, understand what it was about. Well, I mean, like I didn't like, the whole story of it, but like when I got like the first time I heard it, but like you know, I started to listen to it a little bit more. Like I started to listen to it more with a critical eye, right? And then you know, you start to absorb what the songs or the subject matter is, and it, it teared me up, man. It does. It, it's it's as married men, right? It, it's you can't imagine yourself in this in this hopeless situation. And usually, I hate songs like that, but for some reason, this one started speaking to me. By yeah. The fifth or sixth listen. Oh, okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> I get it. But, um, chorus right here. Or yeah. bridge, sorry. It's just kind of a, like like an offshoot of the, of the chorus. But then... Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's like exactly what you, the feeling you want from a bass. Yeah. To like get across the feeling the song is trying to get. Yeah, it was definitely like, uh, it was definitely a good decision to bring Sean Cooper back into the band. He is a good oh, bassist. It's like, you just that's exactly the bridge that they needed right there. Yeah. Even though it just kind of bleeds back. You can tell that they took a long time to uh, uh, to to fine, fine-tune this song. Just like right. with uh, Flicker Fade and uh, Stood a Chance. This, this is one of those songs you can tell that took a lot of care and right. consideration. Absolutely. A lot of reworking, you tell. Took. Probably. Probably. So, I don't know, Grammy nominated? Ooh. Record of the year for 2014? <laughs> I mean, come on. We'll see, right? We'll see, we'll see. So, okay. uh, like so, you do. Still good. It's going to be moving, track nine. Moving forward? Yeah. Okay. Like you do. Yeah, so uh, a little bit more up-tempo now. So we're kind of done with all that foo-foo shit. We're, we're done with the breakup. <laughs> and I, and I, don't, I don't know where they're going now. 
I don't know what they're going with. It's just like a time has passed since the breakup, yeah. and it's just like, ain't ever going to find another one. What if? But I miss the sex. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Remember the sex we had? Oh, she does me like to do, man. Because yeah. now I've been banging all these other chicks, and it's just not the same. Not the same. you got to have that little tinge of cra- crazy. This you is know? like the happiest chorus. It is. <laughs> it's, it, but it's the most, like... I don't, I don't like it because it, it, it's just the most watered down? It's the most kind of generic. It's superficial. It's superficial. Okay. Which is, I think, where you're at yeah. after a divorce. No, okay. neither of us have so it's intentionally through, superficial then. Neither of us have gone through like a gut-wrenching divorce, sure. breakup kind of thing, yeah. I guess. So maybe this is just the superficial side. Just like, eh, whatever. Ah, I'm going to live that. life. I'm a bone chick. She was just a good thing. I'm going to yeah. write a song about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm really hurting on the inside. Yeah, yeah. It's not too bad in my opinion. I, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't like the chorus in my opinion. I, my, my feeling. It just feels too, like, cookie cutter. It feels like any other band could have written this. Verse-wise. Verse-wise is, 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 is it's adequate. It's a little bit of like that, just just going old school rockish. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, where every band eventually ends up. Yeah, you know exactly. It's just how they can carry over the hookiness. Yeah, some bands lose it, and some bands keep it. So. But in this, in my opinion, this song itself is just kind of it, it doesn't really have their identity. It, it's, it does seem like a, a song that any band could have written. So shall we move forward? Let's go. Two? The second to last track, man. We are. We were younger then. So I'll just time has passed this is, again. I'm, this is I'm like still I'm thinking all these chicks, and now I'm still thinking about you. Still, still lingering in my mind. And man, this song fucking pulls at the heartstrings. It does, yeah, yeah. It's it another one of those just, damn songs. Yeah. <laughs> so it shows how as you as you grieve through the loss of a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, there's track nine was a denial phase. Also, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. it's going back to denial. This is going back into depression. Yeah, you you, you go back and forth. And um, there's the anger, you know. Yeah, a little bit. That was there. But, that, but the bargaining. that's part of the acceptance, you know? <laughs> right. I think there was some bargaining going on during uh, Better Homes and Gardens. Yeah. <laughs> but this song, you know, this song works. Yeah. I think. Um, Choruses, I mean, the verse, verses are okay. They're, they're not, you know, too forgettable. Do you think he's still blaming her for the breakup? Breakup? I haven't dug, I, I haven't done like a deep dive of all the lyrics, but uh, but from the uh, my initial thought is yes. There's a lot of externalizing. Like, yeah. God, how can you treat me like this? I, I'm the victim. I did everything right for you. I I couldn't lie to, to you. Yes. I can lie to everybody else. Yes. Right? When we had anal sex, I went in easily. Like I I didn't go rough. <laughs> I used lube. I used an adequate amount of lube. <laughs> how could you do this to me? It's so sad. <laughs> Yeah, so and there's not really much memorable about the song, though. You know, is it? Yeah. chorus is okay, verse is okay. It's, it's an okay song. It's a little YouTube. Kind of, a little bit, yeah. So how about we move on to the final track? And that is nothing at all. So is this the one he plays right before he slits his wrist? I would, right before he, 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 he offs himself, man. Okay. Kurt Cobain style. Loading the gun. <laughs> um, grabbing all the pills. Yeah, grabbing some vodka to down the pills with. Yeah. So, what did you think of this track as as a, as a cap to the to the album? Well, it's it's definitely consistent with the with with the uh, with the story that's going on. We're going back to a little horrible crows here. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. So, um, I haven't analyzed all the lyrics for this one. No, me neither. It ends with like 
it doesn't end. It kind of just fades. Yeah. By the end, so it's like I feel like there's there's gonna be a continuation. Mm-hmm. So this this tra- this album always surprised me when it ended. I yeah, kept exactly. On thinking there was gonna be at least one more song. Exactly. I, I didn't feel like this was a proper end to the album. Maybe they did that on purpose. Maybe that was an editing choice that didn't work it out so well. Happiness is dot dot dot. It was just happiness. Is. Happiness is. <laughs> Right. So there's no, no continuation here. We, we don't. There's no uh, deluxe can, edition. We don't we know can, if there's any bonus tracks. Maybe we can add in the dot dot dot. Maybe that was the whole point the of the album, is, Adam. Like the next album will be called you know, Shitty Bullshit. <laughs> and that'll be the angry album. <laughs> and, be the, and then it'll be and acceptance. Yeah. But the, <laughs> to end the trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Um, or just and death, or I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. This was not a strong closer. No, not a strong one. And 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 like you mentioned, it just kind of comes out of nowhere, and, and the song doesn't feel like it's a proper end to the, to to an album, especially this album, where you got you know you got your, your relationship, uh, your relationship woes, and, and the strength of a of a, a new relationship in the beginning, and going through all the ups and downs, the eventual breakup, and and yeah, he's sad about it, but uh, right. So I don't really know where where flicker fade ties into that I think Flicker Fade and uh, it's almost like Flicker Fade was the end of a previous relationship yes and track three was called You Stood a Chance chance. yeah so maybe he was that was the angry maybe he maybe he uh, maybe this is this this is just out of nowhere but like maybe he ended a healthy relationship in order to go into a dangerous relationship a dangerous one and this track is being like, oh my god, I'm a fucking idiot. Right. I forgot about somebody along the way. <laughs> yeah. Which Maybe one of I should learn to love it? myself. <laughs> That'll probably, that's the acceptance album. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's the daybreak. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> All right, man. So, uh, so you had a lot of nice things to say about uh, Happiness Is by it, Taking Back Sunday. It really was a good album, in my opinion. Did it? Uh, um, did you have any expectations going into it? I had some, I mean, just like with any album, I, mm-hmm. no, I always no, expect the no, worst. No high. So you start off low. I always start off and let worst, it impress and you. Right? I, I like being pleasantly surprised, okay, which good. I was quite a bit. Comparing this one to the previous one, which was I, I, 2011, it's, it's on par. It's okay. definitely on par. I can't really tell you which one I like more or less. Okay, so you like this just as much as your favorite Taking Back Sunday album? Yes. Okay, that's a fair again, I, I was. I'm expecting bands, especially by the sixth album. You know, it's the Pearl Jam factor. Of That's true. Yeah, we yeah. don't need to impress anybody anymore. Um, we're just going to jam. We're going to take it easy. We're going to have a good time. We don't give a shit what the fans do because we're just going to go on tour and sell out and make yeah. a whole shitload of money. Oh, what I forgot to mention, too, after 2011, after the last major tour on their self-titled album, uh, they got dropped by Warner Brothers. So this is their first independent. Uh, indie independent uh, release in right. more than 10 years. So they don't have to make anybody like happy anymore yeah exactly so i mean they're just kind of still writing music for what they want to write and it's you don't have those shitty like money songs that you can tell warner brothers made them write (laughs) oh god um so this one i was still thoroughly impressed because they tried they tried tried really hard good they tried they really really did and they succeeded a fair amount of this yes they did they were there like 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 i mentioned there were some Parts here and there, but that's it. But it didn't bring down the whole song for the Sometimes most part. Sometimes a really strong chorus 
can is save a song. To carry a song. Yeah, exactly. So and some, same thing with the verse. Maybe the verse mm-hmm. is is enough to make you make the song at least memorable. Right. So that's why I gave it a very favorable eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I didn't throw in the preface because I didn't think that really. <laughs> you didn't like the crooning. <laughs> didn't the crooning speak to you? No, no, it didn't. So yeah, I so think I threw out um, "Getaway Car" and the final track. Okay, but all the other ones I gave a pass on. I am going to. Let's see. Yeah, so the first track, throwaway. It, it was pointless. I sh- shouldn't have shouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> um, the 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 last song, like mentioned, it's kind of ends it doesn't end on a high note doesn't end on a low note it just kind of unexpectedly ends and uh, that's kind of a problem for me i thought i thought there was something wrong with my ipod the first time it ended (laughs) (laughs) like did i run out of battery what pause (laughs) my ipod does that sometimes when i switch albums like it'll just oh shit stuck like sometimes why does your ipod hate you (laughs) every so often um yeah the middle there are some songs in the middle of the album are there uh, any standout tracks in your opinion? Standout tracks: Flicker Fade, Stood a Chance, Great, uh, Better Homes and Gardens. Of course, those are. If you're gonna at least get the three songs, get those three. Um, there was that one really catchy one after Stood a Chance. I think it was the one after that. Um, all. All the way, all the way, all the way is a really good, really, really good song. There's that was in, the one we kind of said wasn't that great. Or is it Beat Up Car? Beat Up Car was the one we did not care for. This was all the way. Okay, so it must be it takes more than. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was all the way that had like a really good chorus and like oh, gave it, we gave it a pass volume. for that. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, there. So it was all the way. Yeah, it was all the way. So all the way was all the way was a strong track in my opinion. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna give this a. Uh, Solid B plus. B plus. B plus. Yeah, it, it hit the mark when it needed to. It didn't it's still quite. The, it's still the best album you've heard this year so far. <laughs> At least from what we've hmm. what we've talked about on the podcast. I need to think about that. Okay. Everything else you've given less than favorable reviews. I mean, we've only yeah. reviewed of mice and men and issues. That's true. I don't. Know I don't and I have. There, and has, there hasn't been much that been that's been released either. So yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. This is the best so far. So far. Yeah. And it's only the getting towards the end of March. Yeah. But okay. I thought, I thought a lot, lot more of, would be released by now. But. A lot of albums in April. Still yeah, too. exactly. So we well, got, we got a lot to catch up at on. At least three that we're going to listen to. Yeah. I don't know and, and, and maybe a surprise album from a certain rap group. I don't know. Guys. I know. Should we on the plate them? <laughs> maybe we should like a good, no, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> okay. So anyway, yes, yeah, so I'm going to give them a B plus. Uh, there, uh, none of the songs were particularly bad. There were some kind of sh- just less than memorable. I'm sure it doesn't here measure up to, um, where you want to be? Of, where you want to be? <laughs> where you want to be is still my favorite. Yeah, uh, I don't think anything song. will ever pass. Oh, that's so, that opinion, oh, right? I, I know you. I, I know you don't. You don't. You don't care for it as much as I do. But uh, it's it's so good. It's one of my favorite albums. I think of all I time. would have had to hear it at the time because it's one of those Probably. ones where you listen to and you're just like, it sounds old now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I I I like to go back to the old albums and 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 see if they hold up. And maybe I am blinded a little bit by by nostalgia, mm-hmm. but. I I I I still have yet to hear a, a fault in mm. where you want to be. It, it's almost okay. a perfect album in my eyes. Okay, cool. All right, man. Well, thank you guys so much for checking out a double dose of the skinny with Mike and Adam. And like I mentioned back, way back on our Monday episode, do you guys even remember that? Can you guys even think that far? Anyway, Monday if you guys like, 
If you guys actually prefer this uh, kind of uh, release method, if you guys want us to do like a regular newscast show or you know a topic show and then do like a review show later in the week, please let us know, and we will definitely accommodate you if. 100% of our audience wants it, right? Exactly. <laughs> or just type in not funny. Yes. You will know you at least that you fucking listen. fags. You go, go make out queers. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will and after and, and we'll let you guys know how that how that happens. So, uh, definitely a recommendation from both Adam and my uh, Adam and myself and uh, go pick up a happiness is which is releasing today if you're listening to this on Tuesday. So, who am I? Yeah, Adam, I am your co-host Mike. Yeah, next week, right? Yeah, we'll be reviewing another album next week. And if this was a successful, if this was, if this was successful, then we might do another double episode next week. I'm sure, our fans would love that. <laughs> we'll see, once you complain about it being too, yeah, we'll see about that. All right, guys, check you out later.